What's going on guys, Espionage Micro here, and welcome to this edition of the Microcast. And on this episode, I guess you can call it, we are talking Call of Duty, more Call of Duty, even more specifically than that, uh, competitive, and even more specifically than that, we are talking Optic Gaming. That's pretty much what this episode is on. It's about the craziness that's surrounding the Optic Gaming organization and roster, more, really the roster, uh, the Call of Duty roster. Um, so if you guys don't know, uh, there was a an event this past weekend for a competitive Call of Duty. It was CWL Seattle, first place, got two hundred grand. Um, and you know, there's always some big names going into these tournaments that are predicted to win. Um, you know, there's the there's Optic. Obviously, they have the four, arguably the four best players to ever play the game, and they're all on the same team, so they're just automatically supposed to be dominant on everything, and they have been. Uh, realistically, since AW, even with Nateshot on there, they went back to back to back tournaments, and then with the you know Nateshot retiring, they they acquired Karma, which you know created the God Squad, quote unquote, and they you know they they've been predicted to dominate just everything all the time, never lose that type of thing because it's like I said, the four best players in uh, Scump, Crim Six, Formal, and Karma, and not only Optic though, there's always some teams you know. The organizations really that um, are in there to to not be out of like your top four. Like um, there's Phase, which is usually always has a great roster. Uh, LG, there's uh, Rise, and and it just depends on you know the current roster. But those organizations really are are uh, like staples in the Call of Duty community. They have their roots there, um, and they they usually have good rosters that rise to the top and have chances of competing and you know doing well in all these these tournaments, whether it be an open tournament uh, from the Call of Duty World League, the, the it, it, whatever. There's there's just these organizations, sort of like you know regular sports, like the physical sports um, teams, just like, you know, the Yankees, they're, they have so much money and they're guaranteed to like do well, quote unquote, the Red Sox, the Giants, the Dodgers, you guys know all the big names. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much the, it's the same in competitive call of duty. If you're, if, if, you know, you're not familiar with it. Um, and yeah, man. So the optic gaming roster is what we're going to be talking about this, this episode. And, so like I said, these four guys are supposed to be the best four players in the world, uh, arguably. Um, they, they're supposed to win. They're never supposed to lose just because they outslay everybody. Um, and they have been, like I said, the, the past years. They haven't won every tournament. They've had their struggles. Uh, but last year, you know, they, they finally won their first championship, world championship uh, together as a squad. And this year, coming back to boots on the ground... It was more, it was like you know, the speculation was the same. This this optic roster is gonna be great. Boots on the ground. Um, every single one of them was really really good in Black Ops Two, which was like revered as the best competitive Call of Duty to date, and maybe the best competitive anything ever uh, to most people, especially in first person shooters. Was Black Ops Two, and all of them were great on Black Ops Two. Crim Six and Karma actually were on EG together during Black Ops Two, and they dominated. And, uh, yeah, I don't believe Formal is in the competitive scene yet, but you all know Formal is a, uh, a previous, like a formal Halo pro, a formerly a Halo pro switched over to Call of Duty and now he's a, he's a Call of Duty pro, obviously. So pretty much what we're going to be talking about is they have been losing so often this year and 
it, it's uncharacteristic of these four, and everyone is, is is crying for a roster change. Should this be a roster change? And what's happening with this team? Why are they imploding on themselves? And why aren't they living up to the potential? And really, that like it's it's weird because they should be doing well on paper. Like like, and we all know how this goes. Sometimes some things don't work out like they they seem they are going to work out on paper. So. Coming into this year, they're coming off hot, like I said. They won the World Championship last year for Infinite Warfare. And this year has really been disappointing for them with Call of Duty World War II. And I know people are complaining they don't like the game competitively and there's things that don't make sense and yada, yada, yada. So just starting off, Optic has placed like <laughs> really poorly, like top 6, top 12, things like that. And the last tournament we just had, which was Stage two finals i want to say maybe stage one stage one finals i'm not exactly sure i'm pretty sure it was stage one final actually which was their best tournament to date they placed top two but that doesn't tell the whole story they 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 made it to the grand finals obviously through the winner's bracket so if you guys aren't familiar if you make it through the winner's bracket to grand finals all you have to do is beat the team that you're playing in the grand finals in a bet in a best of five one best of five as soon as you take three games in that series boom you win you're the grand you know you're the champions of that tournament and then the team you're playing against uh comes out of the losers bracket because they won the losers final they go to the grand finals and in order for them to win the tournament they actually have to beat the winner the winners final the winners the winners final winner if you will twice they have to beat them in two best of fives so they have to take a total of six maps off of them in two separate series and Optic was coming through the winner's bracket. They made it to the grand finals. FaZe came through the loser's bracket. And they won. And they were in the grand finals as the loser bracket. So FaZe had to win two best of fives against Optic to win that tournament. And so this happened. And Optic ended up losing the first best of five. Uh, in, in I believe it was like round 11, game five, search and destroy. They lost that. They came back. And I'm pretty sure they got... It either went to a game five or they got 3-0'd. I don't really remember. Uh, in the second best of five. So they lost that tournament by losing two best of fives. While it was their best placement of the year so far, top two, it was possibly the most disappointing up to that point because they made it to top two and they choked so hard against FaZe. Like everything... I don't know if they choked. It was just a bad luck. Everything was going against them. FaZe got streaks. The... Uh, attacks just like ran through a freaking artillery barrage and killed people from behind in the search and destroy it, it was crazy man it just it was not their time and, and it, it was it was in, it was intense man if you i don't know if you can watch the vod's but if you can you should go check out the grand final of the uh, stage one finals or stage two finals i'm not really sure um but it was crazy so yeah that happened it was demoralizing and then a couple weeks later we come to, which was this past weekend, CWL Seattle. Um, once again, Optic, especially coming off the you know their best placing of the year, were favored, quote-unquote, to win this entire tournament. And maybe a little backstory here would be helpful. Optic is, is notorious for starting off tournaments slow, and tournaments are Friday, Saturday, Sunday usually. So Friday, they're, they're, they're typically known to start off slow and have bad maps and maybe even lose a game, lose a series. That type of thing. But then they start to heat up towards the end of Friday. And then on the Saturday, same thing. They're the first game of the day, if they have more than one, 
they, they tend to start slow, lose the first hard point, things like that. But then they warm up as the day goes on. And then Sunday, we all know Optic is, is turns up and that's their time to shine. Typically following the, these players throughout their, their three years together, that's been the formula. That's been the Optic formula for success or failure, depending on, you know, some, some placements. But this time, this CWO Seattle was kind of what people are calling the final straw just because Optic has been having such a terrible year, this roster in particular. Um, they're saying that, okay, so what had happened was Optic did not have, look great. They came and they won a couple games, but then usually if something happens, they get knocked out on Sunday, which means they lose whatever happened the past couple uh, tournaments before the CWL or before the uh, the stage finals. They, um, they've they just been getting destroyed on Sunday. They've been not even winning a map on Sunday, that type of thing, and just getting eliminated on Sunday, which is poor for Optic. That's really, really bad. But this tournament was a little bit different because they didn't even make it to Sunday. They got eliminated Saturday night after, like, the quote-unquote, you know, main stage streams uh, were done and CWL Seattle was coming to a close. They were playing... Uh, I don't even remember what team they were playing. I think it might have been EG. Um, and they actually lost that map, and it was it was an elimination match. So Optic got sent home on Saturday night, the last game of the night, and they did not even make it to Sunday, which shocked the Call of Duty community, including myself, including everybody, that Optic Gaming wasn't even going to be playing on Championship Sunday. And with a team of this caliber, you never think that's going to happen. And that's why it comes to such as such a shock to people. Um, so really what we're going to be getting more into here is what's going on? Is this Optic roster going to stay together? Um, are they going to split up? Are they going to trade? Are they going to try and get someone? Is this, is this going to cause possibly the, you know, like the biggest roster mania ever? Um, it's possible. And I kind of just want to go after that all of this happened, read some like read the tweets from the players and what hints we have. And I know Hex tweeted something today. Um, so let's just get into it. So after that happened, uh, th these are the initial tweets from the players. Uh, so we have first off formal. Uh, he says, not much to say, really. We don't deserve to win as of late. GG's to LG and good luck in the rest. Um Maybe they got eliminated by GG, GG's to LG. So yeah, they probably got eliminated by LG, which was the uh, CWL Dallas winners. I want to say, maybe maybe not. Not that might be accurate. My memory's terrible, but they won one of the, the the most recent tournaments. So LG knocked Optic Gaming out, and then let's go over here to Damon Karma. Um, so when he when they got eliminated, he says, "Let me see here." All right, he said, sucks, man. Sometimes I don't do too hot, and sometimes I do. When we're doing the right things, it feels so easy for me. When we don't, I just don't even know. So that's what, that was his original reaction, his initial reaction to getting knocked out on Saturday. Uh, moving on to Crim6. His was... GG's to all teams. Not sure why we even attended this event. Didn't practice after the tough S1, so it was Season 1. Lost all the while a new patch came out. Anyways, didn't practice for pure bullshit reasons within the team. Ooh, so that's harsh. That's uh, spitting facts right there. We'll get more into that. And then Skump, when his initial words were, well, he said he, no words, 
going to be okay no, no no never mind that's before okay so he actually didn't even tweet after they lost he kind of just went radio silent for a couple days but when they got knocked down to the losers bracket on saturday um or actually this might have been friday maybe no i think this was saturday he said no words going to be a grueling losers bracket gg's to ghost and then he didn't he didn't post anything on twitter for four days after they lost so obviously he just he wasn't in the mood he didn't want to talk um yeah man so just delving into this a little deeper all the speculation going around is that this optic game and and the people speculating this are not just the fans or the call of duty community these are casters these are players everyone is saying that this optic roster is done maybe two players are going to leave i think you have to keep two players on the team to keep your league spot definitely two players will have to stay on optic but the other two which people are speculating that it's going to be formal and probably karma um i don't i don't really know i don't really want to get too into that but man it's crazy what's going to happen with this optic optic roster my personal opinion what they should do i think they should stick together and i know that's an unpopular opinion right now people are up in rage they're like yeah these four players are done they shouldn't play together anymore i'm coming from the point of view of yes you're gonna have bad times together which they have and they've come through before but people think about it on the short term when you have a team so dominant so long people can't see the long term they say okay they've had their time it's over they should just disband right now i i'm on the mindset of yes teams that are so dominant together cannot sustain such dominance consistently forever is what i'm thinking is teams are going to have bad times together but they're also going to have extended periods of bad times what we call slumps and that could last an entire year but as long as you push through together there's no reason they can't get out of it especially players of this caliber um, it might seem romantic and it might seem like oh you're just an optic fanboy which i am i love optic i they're my team just how the san francisco giants are my baseball team so when people come at you with this hostile tone like oh you're just an optic dick writer all this stuff it's like yeah i like optic they're my favorite esports team it's like but the same principles have always applied to sports teams. Like I was just saying, I love the San Francisco Giants. I know people love their new their Yankees. People love their Red Sox. People love their 49ers. People love their Raiders. It's the same thing. So this toxic mentality of like, you, you like optics, so you're an optic fanboy. It's like, yeah, it's my sports team. It, it's been like this for forever. So people need to get out of that mindset. But that, you know, that put aside... I really want to see them stick together. I think they should push through these bad times. It creates a, you know, a, a hell of a storyline. Uh, it creates, if they win, say if they stick together, just this is where I'm coming from. Say if they stick together, they don't split, and then they end up coming and winning COD champs this year. You know how batshit crazy that would be? You know the storylines that would be there? People were doubting us. We, we decided to stick together. We persevered, and we ended up winning our, our back-to-back COD World Championship. You know how insane that would be? That's the, the mindset I'm coming at it from, and most people are coming at it from the pessimistic view. Of, they should just split up and find better people. It's run its course, and they might be right. I'm not saying that that's not the correct 
situation to do here. I'm just saying it would be crazy if they stuck together and showed everyone, you know, that they still are capable of winning together. Now, getting more into the tweets. So, what's such a disappointing loss at season one play or season one finals? Um, it, it's crazy, and they. I'm just gonna say it right now. They did deserve to lose CWL Seattle. From what I'm hearing, I heard from the casters before the the event even started that Optic hadn't even scrimmed, not even, or I think they scrimmed like once before this tournament, which that means they haven't been playing Call of Duty with, against other pro teams to get better for this tournament. They didn't practice essentially, and if you don't practice before a tournament, you you definitely do deserve to lose, and there's no question about that. So the, if it's true, and and it, it seems from Crumstick's tweet, it is true. That they really don't deserve to win. They really didn't deserve to win this. But we have to kind of delve into the the why. Why didn't they practice? I understand it was a tough loss. But it just seemed like that it killed their motivation to practice. And maybe like playing devil's advocate here. Maybe it is time for them to split ways. Because if you don't have the motivation to practice with your team. To get better. To win tournaments anymore then yeah, you obviously need to hit the refresh button, uh, look inside and say, what are we doing here? And maybe we do need to change. Um, and that could be possibly where these players are at. They're tired of not winning in this game because they're all acclimated to winning. They're all the best players in the world. They want to win every single time. When they don't, it's disappointing. And when they lose so many in a row, it's like, okay, what are we doing here? Why aren't we winning? And so just to read their tweets as there hasn't been a lot of information and I kind of want to get into Hex's tweet today which kind of hints towards the fact that they are going to make a roster change or at least heavily favoring that side of the spectrum is people were freaking out about this this gif that formal tweeted uh April 23rd and it's the gif of Alan from the hangover when he's in the casino when all like these math equations are flying around his head because he's counting cards um, people were commenting on this as like they're thinking about making a roster change or he's thinking about leaving and just where he might possibly go. That's the speculation. Um, and like you could see here is people, I'll just read some of the comments. Favorite roster of all time. Um, people are posting pictures of them holding up like the COD, uh, the world championship trophy. So like, yeah, just looking through them. Um, people are saying, please don't leave. Greenwall loves you. Picture of Pepe in an optic jersey crying, and people are taking this as like he's try he's thinking about leaving or something like that. But this really doesn't have merit to it to me because like the day before he posted casino with a question mark and then the emoji with like the thinking emoji. So people took that gif as like a he's thinking about things, thinking about future or whatever. But in actuality, he was probably just at the casino making money and you know that that's probably the more the more realistic scenario um so not much there uh as we get further on it becomes a little more juicy if you will a little more speculative when after that tweet from karma where he says you know the sucks man sometimes i don't do too hot that thing um he tweeted out uh you know fundamentals okay but then the next day he tweeted out, ha, spent all day wondering if anyone will grow a pair of fucking balls and tell me what is happening. So that is like, what? what? Like, what's happening? Did they go radio silent on karma? Did they 
hint at something or is he just like reading things on Reddit and stuff that's that's getting into his mind. So really nothing too much after that. Today, actually, 40 minutes ago as, as of recording this, he said, which buttons do you use for ramp slash wall? Question mark. It's time, period. So he's about to play Fortnite. But why? If you want to like you this is weird to me and this just shows like the dedication issue or where the problem lies to me is people like scump has been doing this too like posting like fortnite and not cod and and karma is over here saying that he's gonna start playing fortnite it i i this just kind of hurts me and confuses me it's like no bro if you're a call of duty pro you you're going through the toughest time you've ever gone through you should probably be playing Call of Duty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand it gets tedious and and boring and repetitive, but, bro, you got to grind out Call of Duty, especially when so much is going wrong for you. And who am I, man? I'm just... The, these pl- players know what they're doing, and I'm just bringing this up as, like, a dedication slash problem that this might have or maybe a hint towards Karma's maybe retiring. I, I don't know. This is all speculation. I, I don't... You know what I'm saying? This is just things that are coming into my head. Going on, Crim6. Um, Alright, so here's his original uh, tweet. Um, He hasn't tweeted anything about COD, about the team, ever since that initial tweet. So, we have nothing from Crim. And then... As Scump, he posted today or yesterday actually 20 hours ago as of uh the recording of this on what he said which i guess this is a little bit of a you know light at the end of the tunnel like maybe he says going to play all of god of war today then back to cod pub grinder seth tomorrow so at least scump is going to be grinding cod pubs at least so he's going to be playing and he's going to be practicing up so what does this mean who the hell knows? The players aren't giving us anything, and I'm sure they're not allowed to give us anything. So, um, let me just search it up here. This has been the only thing Hex has tweeted since all this has happened. And let me just go ahead and read this off because I actually replied to it. And go ahead, find my my thread on it, and and reply. And, and, and okay, so this is pretty much what it said. He says, there's a ton of misinformation flying around. We will tell you what's up when we figure out the situation. I know it's fun to speculate and to get the extra clicks. But remember, these are people's lives with real life situations that you're being entertained by. Be nice. So pretty much what he's saying, I mean, you can get, I mean, it's it's pretty blunt and obvious what he's saying. He's saying that all of this stuff going around is just speculation. People are making things up for clicks and people are just speculating like I'm doing right now, but I don't, I don't, you know, claim to, to know anything in specific. I don't claim to know what's going to happen. These are just my ideas on what could happen and what has happened. And the only reason this for me hints that something is happening and nothing, it's not staying the same is because he says that we will tell you what's up when we figure out the situation. If they were staying together, I think he would have said something more of the lines and lines of trust in the process, like he's known to say in the past. Um, 
maybe don't worry something assuring maybe we'll let you we'll, maybe he just would have left that out in general but i think at a subconscious level he put that in there because something is happening something is changing and maybe that's me maybe i'm reading too far into it but i think it's more of on a subconscious level which kind of seems like i'm d- diving way too deep into it which i possibly am but that's just my take on it and and I've been rambling on just because this is a crazy situation. We really don't know what to make of it, and they'll let us know once the time comes. But I believe there's a th- the next tournament is CWO Anaheim, which is June in the teens, I think, like June 10th maybe. Um, but it's it's sometime in June, so we have the rest of April plus we have the entire month of May. And I would imagine at the beginning of May something will be released if if it's happening. Um, if nothing's happening, who knows? I have no idea, but I don't know. Roster mania could be crazy. This upcoming one. And yeah, man, I, I, I've really spoken what's on my mind, a rambling mess. What could happen? What can possibly happen? Let me know what you guys are thinking and don't be negative. Don't be like optic sucks. Optic has changed since they've been sold. We all know people's opinions on that. I have my own opinions on it. That's a separate podcast in its own right, but yeah, man, this is some crazy stuff. Just leave your personal opinions and not just this is my opinion. Okay, leave why? What's your evidence? What's your supporting? What supports your thesis on what you're about to say? Don't just regurgitate nonsense you hear other people saying just to follow the crowd. If you have a general, if you have like a a, a genuine opinion, let me know it and let me know why. And that's really it, guys. I, I know I've been rambling, like I said, but. Ooh, it's the, the, nothing I can do but ramble because it's such a crazy situation. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'll catch you all on the next episode. Subscribe, do all that stuff, and I'm out. Peace, guys.